guys, I'm here once again with another utmost important topic that many generations have suffered from a pathological condition, depression. In this episode, which is part of a three-part series called Disorder, we will be talking about the symptoms and how you can identify this disorder that can damage the life of a human being. Just a small disclaimer, I want to remind y'all that this information is provided for educational and informative purposes, and not because I have a degree in psychology. I'm just a simple journalist who loves to inform the community. I'm Joyce Grace, and this is Shots of Endorphins. Now, let's get started on this important topic and how to identify the main symptoms for this disorder. What is commonly found in depression is sorrow, irritation, crying outbursts, thoughts of being tired of life, physical exhaustion without an apparent overwork, frequent sleepiness, fatigue when trying to get up in the morning from lack of energy, loss of appetite, or sometimes bursts of uncontrollable hunger. There will also be times when the person will feel like no one understands them and they'll begin distancing themselves from society while keeping a low profile on social media and the communication starts to disappear. But there are a variety of forms on how to feel this disorder. Depression can occur in conjunction with other mental disorders and illnesses such as diabetes, cancer, heart disease, or chronic pain. Depression can get worse with these types of health issues. Now, here's a question many people ask. Is depression the same on a child like it is on an adult? Well, it's a bit different on kids, as they can show when they're anxious, their behavior starts acting up, they pretend that they're sick, they have no desires to go to school, they get deeply attached to their parents, or they start thinking one or both of their parents might disappear at any moment and leave them alone. Children and teens start to have problems at school when depression starts to constantly hit them. They start to develop low self-esteem, become very quiet, stop communicating with their parents or family members, isolate themselves from society, and they no longer want to be on social media. They shut themselves in their rooms for long periods of time. They get frequently easily frustrated. They start doubting themselves, stop eating healthy, start developing memory retention deficit disorders, and older teens start consuming drugs in which could lead them to an early death. Teenage girls tend to develop more depression than teenage boys. It is possible that a teenage girl suffers from this disorder due to hormonal change from their periods, or in other words, their menstrual cycle. Young adults with depression have bigger possibilities of becoming angry, constantly complaining of their issues in life, developing sleep deprivation, always thinking negatively, feeling like they have no future to look forward to, having continuous anxiety, having a lack of sexual appetite, a phobia over society, and getting panic attacks. This can also lead them to a gateway using drugs and alcohol as a temporary solution for their problems, which can estimate in leading them to commit suicide in many cases. Now, let's talk about older adults with depression. Although many adults don't want to accept this condition, it is because society has misinterpreted that going to a psychologist or a therapist equaled being crazy. But that isn't true. Looking for help is totally okay and natural, just like going to the doctor for a cure to your illness. However, it is much more difficult to treat an older adult with this disorder. Why is that? 
It's because they spend most of their lifetime with this condition and have never assisted themselves with professional help, which can lead to difficulties in finding a solution for their depression at that age. The symptoms of an older person with depression are sorrow, affliction, dissatisfaction against life, low self-esteem, and lack of energy in restarting their life again. Older adults have hardships upon succeeding in overcoming this disorder. Alright, so the main question is, how can I treat this depression? Well, there's various ways to treat this disorder. The first and foremost important one is to seek professional help like a therapist or a psychologist to evaluate your situation. They will indicate what is the best treatment for you and your case as there already exist many types of solutions for your mental health. For example, there are pharmaceutical treatments in which this is medicated by the supervision of your doctor. There is also psychotherapy treatments in which it is developed through one or more therapists. This could also lead with the participation of one or more people who share the same symptoms, since sharing their experiences serves as a motivation to improve your mental health. Then there is phytotherapy. This treatment is for those who like and trust natural remedies that are plant-based like passion flower, ginger root, St. John's Drops, and other various plants. These are only just a few examples. Lastly, there is acupuncture therapy. This alternative therapy helps activate important functions of the brain to feel more relaxed and optimistic. Alright, so I just want to emphasize that there are no therapies or treatments that can help you if you're not willing to change your life. Remember guys, life is beautiful. And if you don't have any other alternatives you're willing to connect, then try prayer. I can definitely testify that is one very effective way to heal the soul. This episode of Shots of Endorphins was produced by me, Joyce Grace, and written and researched done by Sarah Costa. You can also follow the show on Facebook and Instagram by searching up Shots of Endorphins or subscribing to Spotify. And when you do, don't forget to shoot me a greeting. It's nice to meet new people. As always, thanks for listening. And don't forget to smile. Mm-hmm.